listener production. Mm-hmm. Bacon smells nice. Bacon. So does all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. Tell you what, fewer days are better in a person's life than that day you get to go to the, the shop, buy the newest gaming console, mm-hmm. and then take it home and unwrap it and just dig in. I still remember the day I brought home my Sega Mega Drive. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I recall as well. Halo combat pack on the Xbox. Oh. Came with the DVD remote. You just, home you and unlock the graphics it. were unlike anything I've ever seen. You say, Dad, <laughs> you won't be seeing me for a little while. And then you close the door and yeah. you get down to business. Yeah, it's. I think a lot of people learned um, how to toler- their body to tolerate FIFO work from those kind of weeks immediately (laughs) following a game console purchase. So um, one thing I was surprised to find out, though, um, back in the day was that uh, that Mega Drive wasn't called the Mega Drive. What? To everyone else. It was only called the Mega Drive outside of the US. You know what it was called in the US? What? Sega Genesis. Oh. (laughs) I see what he's done there. (laughs) Hit the music! Puzzle, puzzle, I say. That's right, our guest today's name is Genesis. Uh, to all of you, real name Kofi. But Genesis Owusu is going to be joining us fresh off his Aria victories. What a year it's been oh, for mate, um, yeah, one of Canberra's what a, finest. What a decade. He's just gone from strength to strength since we uh, we first crossed paths with him um, many, many years ago at Triple J as part of the Triple J Unearthed. Hi, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's been doing it for high. a minute now. Um, but he's going to be popping by later on, which is incredible. We've also got a mind blown. It should be a fun show. Let's do it. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, must be baby making season. Why? Oh, mate, if you've seen any of the headlines recently, there's a, there's a few floating about there, these mm-hmm. babies. Uh, Rihanna ASAP Rocky, shed light on uh, their baby number three in mm. life with their two sons, according to Hello Magazine. Uh, many, many articles talking about the South Australian premiere. I doubt they shed any light on it. Well, you know, they, they, I'm sure they, they shared some photos. South Australian premiere, Peter Malinowskis, um, welcomed their fourth baby. Mm. Luke Jacobs, ex-Home and Away star, mm. welcoming a baby um, with his partner, Rachel Stewart. Well, I'm wait, never, wait, wait, I'm never wait, gonna wait, t- wait, 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 wait. There's more. Have a stop, Nick Nat Nui. Oh, yeah. Second baby. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there. Ex- uh, yep. 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 Uh, Nick. Are we just gonna Nui. list everyone who's had kids <laughs> in the last six months? Yep. Uh, Suki Waterhouse and um, Robert All Robert right. Pattinson. They're expecting. Mentioned that on stage over the weekend. All right. What What Matt is trying to lead us towards is um. When you're making babies, you need baby-making backgrounds, mm. all right? We, we, we've proved this in the past where we did a matinous exercise, a mm. whole radio show devoted to only the most sensual tunes mm. um, so that we can, you know, get that love and feeling. Yeah. Um, but we did, we did come up the other day whether or not we have been on in the background whilst that has sort of been going on. Yeah, because I mean, it's one thing having Barry White, you know, yeah, bringing forth you to that climax. Well, he's got the um, he's got the voice. 
Mm. The voice that we really don't have. My darling, I can't get enough your love, baby. God, that was hot, wasn't it? <laughs> if I do say so myself, that that stirred up something in me. <laughs> I think it was Barry, just thinking of Barry. Just thinking me. of Barry. Yeah. Just wanting to be Barry made me almost have a baby. I think, you know, I've never I've never been able to listen to myself on radio doing it because I've been on radio. So, mm. yeah. You don't go, you don't record the show, then go home and press play. <laughs> on the show again? <laughs> yeah. No. But maybe like, maybe Triple J's been on and like a promo for the breakfast show came on and it was our voices... Well, we're up against it, aren't we? Because, mm. I mean, there's not, I mean, not as far as when the ideal time to make a baby goes, breakfast tends to not be as good a time as, you know, the late nights, up well, late. Well, you know. not necessarily. Oh. Breakfast time, you've always got someone coming in saying the eggs are ready. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh... I think that's an old joke from the Drew Carey show. <laughs> so... <laughs> But anyway, we put the question out there, and they've been patiently waiting on the line for this, but Ella has responded to the call. Hello, Ella. Hello. Now, Ella, you haven't been making babies <laughs> just while we've been talking then, have you? Oh, no, 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 two's enough. <laughs> where, okay. Where are you right now? I'm at home looking after my kids, my two, my two kids, mm. one four-year-old and one one-year-old. Mm. Now, we did talk about whether anyone had made babies to our podcast, <laughs> and... You texted in. I haven't read the text. Yes. Bron, Bron read the text, but please tell us, <laughs> Ella, please. Were we present okay. in the process? So when I heard you almost hoping that somebody had made a baby to the Madden Alex podcast, mm. I thought I would probably or hopefully come the closest. Mm. Not the actual making, thankfully, but the having the baby. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, I, I sort of binge listened to about four hours worth of um, all-day breakfast whilst in labour with my second baby. Wow. And it worked an absolute charm. That's really, really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Is that the sort of like I've seen a good way to sort of distract from yeah. pain in something is to make something else even more painful? Is that the <laughs> idea that you were going with there to distract from the excruciating oh. pain? Um, well, in the it uterus? was actually recommended <laughs> by my doctor who, you know, knew my story from my first birth, which took four days oh. and all the different drugs under the sun. And this time around, she was like, right, we're going a different strategy. I want you to fully relax. Once that, once that first mm -hmm. contraction hits, you need to just be completely in another space in doing something you enjoy. She was like, you know, go for a walk or do some baking. And I was like, Oh no! I know exactly what I'm going to do because I had about a year's worth of podcast to catch up on because I was sort of late to the late to the show. Mm -hmm. So first contraction, locked myself in the room, lights on, headphones in, and away I went. Just oh. episode after episode, my whole family can just hear me laughing away in there. All right, and so the doctors were baffled. <laughs> it's like, how is this woman in labour laughing so hard? She seems like not a care in the world. <laughs> and then baby was born a couple of hours later, not a drug needed, <gasps> healthy, all went well. So this is good as an epidural. This is the best advertisement for Matt and Alex I've ever heard. <laughs> we can deliver your baby. Can we, we make, Matt and Alex make 
labour pain-free. Wow. Yeah. It's the cure. It's the, it's the snake oil <laughs> cure we've been looking for. So um, have you noticed that your current baby, the newest one, is um, mm-hmm. just hilarious and really good looking? <laughs> well, I did laugh with Bron. I said her name is Vay, spelled V-A-E, which in my head is short for all Vay breakfast. <laughs> all Vay breakfast. <laughs> well, we're going to have to dedicate today's podcast to Vay. Oh, yay. She'll love that. Um, yeah, she gets excited when the podcast comes on. My four-year-old, not so much. She's like, oh, I'm not these talking guys again. Well, <laughs> the, the jokes are a bit... Don't probably, worry. That's probably too good. immature for her uh, by that stage <laughs> of her development. <laughs> we do better with the two-year-old market. Um, Ella, that's so Honestly, great. You, you know, my partner actually um, went through the majority of um, her labour listening to crime podcasts. It's a tried and tested mm. technique, Ella. Ooh. So thank you for... I've been um, telling everybody. Yeah. Anyone pregnant? I'm like, Matt and Alex podcast, get on it. I love it. Thank you, Ella. Uh, thank yay. you very thank much. You, thank you, Ella. Thank you, Vay. Mm. Um, <laughs> and thank you for listening. All right, thanks, And we're Ella. hoping that Vay can dig up these episodes if Vay grows up and decides to have children oh. of their, them, their own. It could yeah. be the, the perfect soundtrack listening to listening to this. Yes, become I'll, a family I'll let her know for sure. Family ritual. Yeah. Like, you know, you, have, you hand down grandma's jewellery. You just hand across um, the little... The iPod. <laughs> hand them, like, just, yeah, my light episodes on Spotify. Yeah. Throw them all onto, a, onto an old... Um, yeah. Oh, oh, brilliant. Thank MP3 you so much, player. Ella. That's amazing. And we're so glad you've got a, a beautiful, happy family. Yay. We do. Thank you. Oh, Thanks, Ella. Cheers, Ella. Again soon. Okay, bye. 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 Smell toast. And now it's time for my. Yes, that's right. This is the segment in which I, Matt O'Kine, try to blow Alex Dyson's mind and yours uh, with the fact that I've learned over the um, over the course of the week, Dyson. And look, I have to say, this one starts at our old stomping ground. Whereabouts? The ABC. Ah. Oh. Was just dropping by, and I got to tell you, I know what that place thinks of me. What does the ABC think of you? Well, because I was just I was just out the front of the ABC mm. waiting to go in. Bird pooped on me. Well, was that a bird or Ida Buttrose? <laughs> so, it really landed. It got me good. So whether whether the bird was sent by Ida, I don't know. <laughs> All right, but I can assure you, I know what the feelings around about me around that place are. Yeah, right now. That's me. All right. Well, that there that the ABC's control. Pit, what is it? The security pigeon. The security pigeon. <laughs> that came and just pooped on me. Yeah. Um, so this this uh, this fact is a bird poop fact. Okay. Oh. Um, or guano. I thought um, that was bat poo. No. Well, it's uh, it's. The, and I only know that I think from Ace Ventura, the first one. It's the excrement of seabirds and bats um, when it's used Extra as fertilizer. Very, there are certain islands um, off the coast of Peru, I believe, mm. that was so um, so potent with this stuff that it was big business uh, getting the guano. What um, is it they use it for? Fertilizer? Yeah, fertilizer. Big stuff. Helped agriculture all over the world. But no, you know the white stuff in bird poop? The white stuff in bird poop? Yeah, you know how when a bird actually poops on you, it's clear mm. and then it turns mm. white? That's their wee. Yeah, it's in all-in-one, isn't it? I know. It's the one package. Man, it's the... 
Like, they were so in front of humans when we put out our rubbish and our, like, recycling. Just do it in one, you know, the co-mingle. <laughs> it's just, oh, it makes so much more sense. Yeah, they just got the one bin instead of having to do the, oh, now you got green bins, purple bins coming out soon. Can we just act a bit more like birds around this place, just please? Just dump it all in a hole and kill the earth quickly. I don't know what the point of this stuff Get is. It over with. God. Oh my God. We've tried to stop you from doing it. You're not stopping. So just buddy speed it up. Well, at the this sun's going to explode at some point. Let's just finish it now. Like Mortal Kombat, finish him. End the misery. <laughs> Please. Um, the fact that I found quite surprising was uh, based on research done by a car part company in the UK a few what years ago. What a car ago. part company's researching. What colour birds are most likely to poop on? Okay. Which this, car? Which colour car birds are most likely to poop on? And it were turned they, out... No, 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 no. <laughs> were they only choosing cars that were totally out in the open? Well, I don't know how they... Because it's like, they did if the cars were parked under trees, <laughs> should be a large factor at whether they get pooped on more, not they say, well, it was a red car parked under the tree, so... Look, it says Halford Study, which is the car company... Um, birds are most likely to poop on red cars, okay? Uh, researchers recorded the number of times birds defecated on approximately 1,140 cars in five English cities. That's really silly. I tell you what, I sometimes I cringe when I have to tell my dad the stuff that I have to do for work. <laughs> but it only takes a bird poop car colour survey to make me feel... Just that little bit better about some of my choices. What? That, you, that you've chosen to do this rather than walking out and counting the amount of but poops on a car. I'm talking about it. I'm better than this person. <laughs> so anyways. So you, you think if this person on census night had to list their occupation, yeah. it'd be a poop counter. Yeah. Um, and their findings, 18% of the crimson cars were found to have bird droppings on them, more than any other colour. Right, so they didn't count the amount of poops on it. It was just if they'd had poop on it at all. Yeah, and then the study also found that 14% of blue so, cars. So if a red car had a single poop on it and a silver car had 10 poops on it, that's an equal weight in the survey, which they're saying, which are birds most likely to poop on? Look, this is what, this is what a spokesperson from the British Trust of Ornithology has said. Okay, now I'm not going right, to say it's all this, facts, but they said... What does said, this bird watcher have to say? They said, we do know that birds can be attracted to certain colours during display. So, I mean, they know colours. Birds know their colours, mate. Right. Okay? A couple of Shana Blazers among these, you know, yep. these animals here. They know what goes with what. But the spokesperson has said droppings, but droppings are car on cars are probably more to do with where you park. Okay, so look, <laughs> maybe... Yes, maybe, but maybe more red car, car people park under trees. Well, that's it. Oh, I think black car people would park under trees. I mean, I should say people who drive black cars. Um, <laughs> black car people. Wow. Wow. Because, Cancel him immediately. Because, because that absorbs more heat from the sun, so you'd want to get it in the shade more. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Good cover-up, bro. If I can even call you that anymore. Um, all right. Well, you know, red cars, do we, am I blowing minds here? Come on. Uh, hit him with the groan. Any of these surveys, like it's, it's always, not even the breakfast television, it's always like the, the, 
breakfast show extra, which is on from like nine till 12. They always have these surveys. It's like, oh, the most people most likely to get insurance are this. It's paid for by an insurance company study. Yeah, that look, kind of thing. Anytime you bring in one of those studies, you're getting a groan, my friend. I reckon there's a good chance that this company probably, well, they work in English car accessories. Um, so they're probably selling bird poop covers. <laughs> yeah. Covers for your car. red car drivers. <laughs> That's it. All right. Well, we've, the good thing is in this segment, we always get a listener, uh, listener mind blown as well. So please send them through. Pop out your voice note uh, messenger and send it through on Instagram. Matt.n.alex. This week's mind blowing fact comes from Alana. Hey, Matt and Alex. Alana here, sending in my mind blown. The phrase, revenge is a dish best served cold, sounds pretty badass, but have you ever thought much about it? The whole idea is that if someone hurts you or crosses you and you want to seek revenge, that you don't do it straight away. You leave some time, you let the dish cool off. Uh, So when you do seek revenge, that person is less likely to know who did it. Because I guess if you do it immediately, they'll probably suspect it was you. So there you go. I never thought it was like that. I feel like it's. I feel like you'd want to know. I feel like the best type of revenge would be when the person knows that you delivered it. Nah, you want to be confused. Do you reckon? Yeah, definitely. And because when it was a dish is best served cold, I thought it was in like, you know, you give them a cold meat pie. It's not hot, and it's like this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was yes. best served yes. cold. So that that whole saying was purely for bakers, Dice. No. Is that what you think? No, any food <laughs> that's meant to be hot, you just serve it. Oh, this is like serving a, a coffee. And it's like, no, it's, it's pretty cold. A cup of tea. Here's a cup of tea. Just sip it. Oh, this is cold. Ha ha, got you. <laughs> this is for cheating on me. Yes, this is the revenge. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, you killed my whole family, but. Just wait till you have that cool party pie. Ha, 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 joke's on you, King Aramis or whatever. <laughs> Who the hell's King Aramis? Oh, I don't know. I'm just trying to, I don't know, a very nice smelling king. <laughs> um, <laughs> Aramis, all right. Well, we've got a different kind of king coming in to visit us very, very soon. Aria winner, incredible muso, Genesis Awuso, joining us up next. All day breakfast. Well, Matt, we better clap our next guest in yes. incredible muso. Just swept the pool at uh, the ARIA Awards album of the year, best independent release, best hip hop rap release. It's been one of our favorites for a while now. It's Genesis Awuso, and he joins us live about five hours after getting into Australia. Genesis, how incredible <laughs> is that? Yeah, yeah, you know, living life, doing the Genesis Awuso thing, I guess. Fun stuff. <laughs> Exciting, always. How was your flight? Were there any issues, bags lost, sitting next to, you know, the person with the world's bumpiest elbows? What's going on? Yeah, a lot of, too many bare seats for my liking, honestly. <laughs> oh, you, you're, you, you're, against, you're against the, the bare foot on the plane. Yeah, it's like, with all my heart. <laughs> it's like, I just can't do it. It was me and then there was a seat empty and then someone in the seat over. And we kind of, at the start of the flight, we had kind of like an unspoken agreement that the seat between us, we're both going to just like put our extra stuff on. Mm-hmm. And then I had a little nap 
woke up, all my stuff kicked onto the floor, and she just got her dogs out, like right next to me, all up in my face. <laughs> curled up the legs not... onto the seat, so the feet were your, your feet partner. Feet up on the seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. The table has been destroyed, and it's now her footstool. <laughs> no, no consultation. <laughs> Yeah, it was ridiculous. Ah, damn, man. Well, look, thankfully you could have, uh, you know, swiped her feet off and popped a couple of arias up there. That might have uh, evened evened out the balance. And I've always wondered the process, man, because I guess you were overseas when that was happening. Mm. What's the process when these award ceremonies happen? You're not in the room, so you don't don't Mm. get that surprise. How how secretive is it? How how does it all go through for these these gongs you got for your incredible album, Struggler? Yeah, it's, it's very secretive. They didn't tell me anything. So I was in London. It was the day of my London show. So I had to get up at like 4 a.m. So like, you know, I'm glad I got something. I would have been pissed, honestly. <laughs> that would have been, been very salty if they got me up at 4 a.m. and <laughs> didn't give me anything. Um, but yeah, no, they, they don't tell you anything. They, I got word that they, they flew over one ARIA award for the case that if I won, someone would hand it to me. But they, you know, it was a it was a generic aria, and it was it was an if if I won anything. So yeah, I was I was there from four a.m. watching the ceremony on the TV, and every time my one of my categories came, I had to you know get all prim and proper, and uh, I won three, and it was it was just the same aria award kind of <laughs> handed to me. <laughs> the same generic. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, That's so awesome. Hopefully you can bring a few of the non-generic arias now out on the road with you because Struggler is going to be hitting some massive venues around the place, including the UC Refectory in Canberra, which is one of the dates. I'm glad you got the, the hometown date in there for this incredible yeah. uh, Genesis Awusu Struggler Oz Tour in December. And if you haven't seen Genesis Awusu live, well worth it. Um, has there been an update to your insurance, though, uh, Genesis, since the infamous <laughs> Enmore Theatre um, show in which you <laughs> broke the mosh pit. <laughs> yeah, I, don't think, yeah. I think it's something that Australian music will remember for many years to come, the day that <laughs> the, the mosh pit broke. I don't know anyone else's. Every, all artists are like, yeah, we're going to break the mosh pit. No one ever actually does it. For anyone not <laughs> knowing, the floor, the floor in the Enmore literally broke underneath yeah. uh, the crowd. Second song in as well. Oh, yeah, damn. I also yeah. saw in Denver you ended up selling out, and so you got people down to the sound check. Did anyone turn up? Yeah, yeah, got a, got a, got a good few people down. It was like super. It was very awkward, but in a wholesome kind of way because, like, I was, it was very literally my sound check. So I was just like, <laughs> yeah, okay, well, I'm sounding good, and everyone's kind of just like. It was like 5 p.m. Like, you know, the vibe wasn't really there, but it was like wholesome in a cutesy kind of way. Like, no one really knew what to do. Like, they were very timid and signed some vinyls and just like had a chat with them. And no, it was, it was sweet. It was the funniest sweet. thing about a sound check is just as it's getting to sound good, that's when you stop. You're like, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Right at that point. And how, how hard, like, how hard do you go? Uh, and, your, you know, your crew who you tour around with go on stage because it's some of the most energetic live performances that you can go and see as a generous Awusu show. But on mm. soundcheck, do you just sort of, like, speak the lyrics or do you have to go up to 100% and, uh, yeah, lift the roof? I mean, my soundcheck is, is I usually try and make it, like, as quick as possible. But for this one, I gave it, like, a good 70. A good 70%. <laughs> I added in some, like, 
a little bit of the showmanship flair because a few of them were coming to the show anyway, so I didn't want to like spoil it for them. But you know, I gave them a little something, something. All right, well, you're going to be giving all of Australia a little something as you head around to Perth and Melbourne, Canberra, Brisbane, Sydney and Adelaide all across the first two weeks of next month, December. So the final tickets are out now. Please grab them as soon as you can. Go to genesiswusu.com. These are some pretty massive shows as well, man. We're playing um, Fortitude mm. Music Hall, Horton Pavilion, Ice Cream Factory in Perth is massive, Festival Hall, just where the Beatles played in Melbourne. Uh, you're going to be jumping up on stage. Are these some of the biggest shows you've ever done? Yeah, they are. They are. And I remember when we announced them, uh, the Horton Pavilion posted on their Instagram, they're like, we have concrete floors. Oh. <laughs> 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 Just try and break them. Shade between music venues. But I tell you what, I reckon your fans, they'd take that as a challenge. But it will definitely give it a good old shake when Genesis Amusu takes to the stage later on in the year in December. Always cool to catch up, man. Thank you very much for hanging out on All Day Breakfast with us. We'll yeah. let you um, get back to, uh, I guess, your post-European um uh, time zone sleep and we'll talk to you again soon. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks so much. And uh, thank you very much for listening to this All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex for another day. Then until tomorrow, I hope you have a good one. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide it to our DMs at matt.and.alex.